We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Part two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. You missed part one? Fuck's wrong with you! Hit the description after the show, obviously, or watch it first. That would actually make more logical sense. It's down in the description with the entire free Pat Mayo Experience NFL Draft Guide. You can find everything you want down there already done. We got more coming in. Smash the like button to the episode. Rate and review the Pat Mayo Experience podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Subscribe. Well, you're there already as well. And to the newsletter. All completely free to do to help us churn out more content for you. Want to remind everyone today the rules about the NFL best quarterbacks. As we went through before, you can do this myriad ways where you can have a guy for one season, for 10 years. That's not what we're doing. We threw contracts out the window. Which quarterbacks would you want for this year, next year, and the re- year after? It's a three-year sample. That's what we're going with for this specific ranking of real-life quarterbacks that we would want on our teams to try to win the Super Bowl. To recap what we got going on so far. At number 15, Kyler Murray. Number 14, Derek Carr. Number 13, Trevor Lawrence. Number 12, Kirk Cousins. Number 11, the hardest guy to rank on this list because he might retire, Tom Brady. Those five are all covered in part one along with the honorable mentions and some nonsense for a cuss corner. So if you want to know why those guys are ranked there according to us, then go check out that show. It's not very difficult to do, so don't be triggered about it until you hear what we have to say. Then you'll be even more triggered about why <laughs> they are ranked where they are. Jeff Feinberg is on the line with me right now. You excited for part two? Because we're into the nitty gritty here. Yeah, this is the goods. This is where you got to be to have a chance. Like, go home without it. Yeah, and actually, the it's not actually even the first guy that we talk about. I'm surprised about that because I talked about the different tiers of guys that goes from Tannehill 
goes from Tannehill to Derek Carr to Kirk Cousins to one more guy was a tier I was really hammering down on of I think they're all kind of the same guy just different levels of being good but we'll try to parse that through because he appeared way higher on one man's list than all of the other lists and that man is certified insane person Tim Undergust Tim Undergust That is uh, not my name. And if you have time for another question or story, I, I have one too. Oh, let's hear it. So I've asked two people and I've gotten two different answers. Uh, one person who supports what I'm going to say and they, how hard do you think bull riding is? Oh my God. And do you think I could do it? This is just like how you said, Jeff, do you know what a busker is? Yeah, it's like the dudes on the street or they stand on stilts or they, they yeah. just do they just perform. They're street performers. Street performers. Tim saying that being a busker wouldn't be very hard. He saw a guy doing backflips on a pogo stick and then claimed he could do it. I don't even know that the bull riding like justifies an ex- a response. And the mechanical see, bull, not a real physical bull. I'm well, talking about those mechanical bulls you see at like a bar. Well, How am I supposed to differentiate? You didn't even say that. That's, what, well, that's why I jumped in. I'm not talking about real physical bulls at the Calgary Stampede. I'm talking about. Like, I think those have settings. Like on the child bull. setting, you'll be fine. Yeah. No, but at the, the, at the full grown up man setting, setting yeah, you even, get tossed. Even on the child setting, it's still Tim, right? Like, Listen, can I, I last wouldn't do well two either. Seconds? Can I, I last two do... seconds? Yes. And that's what I was trying to assert. Do you think you could last two seconds on it? I mean, eight is the number you're looking for, right? That's what they're in pro uh, yeah. settings. They're looking yeah, for so, eight so, seconds. So, so, two, get... so two seconds on a real bull would be fine. There's a fucking mechanical bull at a bar. It's not designed for you to be tossed <laughs> off of it right away. Yeah, you just put $2 into it. Like, Look, do you agree with me? Do you think I could last at least a, at least two seconds on yes. a mechanical bull at the full setting? Okay, great. I, I, I'm well, glad at, to hear at, you agree with me. At, at full, on the bar. At, at, at a bar, right? Yes. At, at full setting? Yeah, full setting. Well, you're a big one, guy. One, two, you're, you're a big guy. One? Well, you're yeah. a big guy, so it'd be like hard to shake you right away. Yeah, I, I feel like I would take the over on 2.0 seconds for you. It might be like 2. Oh, 7. I feel so relieved. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is great. You've made my whole day. Are you going to go argue with your dad or something? No, not my father. I haven't mentioned it to him. He would just laugh at me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's get into number 10 on the list. Like I said, Tom Brady was number 11. Number 10. wouldn't be that hard. (laughs) Sorry, uh, go ahead. No, it's your show now. Go ahead. (laughs) It's not. Did you say? But like even a real bull. Do you you think you could? I, I would wager you couldn't get on a real bull. They help you onto the bull. Yeah, the bull is in like a box, and you like come down from above. It is. I I I climb on. I no. I stand by my claim. You couldn't sit on a real bull unless it was heavily, heavily tranquilized. You'd be way too scared. Unless the bull's diet was Jeff after a Chargers loss, you're not getting on that. Tim, you're too scared. (laughs) You're too scared to go down the icy stairs at your house. Like you think you're gonna hop onto the back of a real bull? No way. No chance. You're too scared to order a pizza on the phone. <laughs> Just saying I could do it. No, you couldn't. Uh, no, no. You'd get flown the second that gate opened and that bull had a momentum. You wouldn't You wouldn't know what you're doing. I could hold on. You would be like dragged on and then you would get mauled. You have, so no, you have, you have notoriously bad grip too. That's not good. I have great grip strength. No, you don't. You have terrible grip strength. Anyway, I could do it. Well, you could. So you can mention that down in the comment section. In the comment section, give us, uh, if you think that Tim could actually be on a real bull, like get on one. I mean, he's not the best climber in the world. 
It's not like when he says he does, quote unquote, pull-ups at the gym. There's no like resistance weight that gets you onto this. Yeah, but you can get a step stool to climb on just like he does his pull-ups with a step stool. Yeah, I just don't think he has the balance to stay on there. Once it like shimmies a little bit, Cuss is gone. Yeah, once that gate opens, he doesn't even stay on. Like the bull isn't even fully through the gate doors before tim is off it oh please i would say that you end up with a better chance of a broken neck than standing on it for more than one minute or one second i think i have a pretty good ability to take a fall or whatever and i'd be okay it's one thing to take a fall it's something to get kicked in the head by a bull well sure but you make it sound like i would be like thrown off like a ragdoll you would be you're a big boy um still ragdolled anyway i think i could do it okay can't uh, so, yeah, you out there, tell Tim, at TimAnderson87 on Twitter, what you think about this. And we'll get into number 10 on the list. Dak Prescott comes in at number 10. I found Dak really hard to rank. But it's funny because because he's the Cowboys quarterback, he gets all this praise about being really, really good. And like, oh, is Dak one of the three best quarterbacks in football? Like, that's what you hear when the Cowboys are running good because it's the Cowboys. But in reality, even when he plays poorly, he's still actually pretty good. It's just it feels like his median is right around here, like nine. I had him number nine on my list. Cust, he was eight on your list, and he was 11 on your list. Like, we think you could win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. I, I think all three of us agree on that. Definitely. He's a fantastic player. He, he can make all the throws. He's mobile. Uh, he's a very cerebral quarterback. He makes good decisions. I, I really think he's he's fantastic. I, I feel like I, like I, I just I just feel like a lot of the hate comes with. It's not that he is the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. I don't think people inherently. I mean, I'm sure some people do inherently hate him because of that. But it's like all of the hype that he gets. That he's not sure. actually all that far off of the hype. It's just we've never seen him play really at that level, except when Dallas lost all those games to begin the year, what was it like three years ago, and he was putting up video game numbers. They weren't winning any fucking games. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like the last time we saw Watson, right? Like the Texans were horrible. He was amazing. Um, I like Dak, but I'm the guy here that ranked him the lowest, so I guess I'll I'll take that that flag. He is still in that tier. Um, but you're not you're right. He's not that far from maybe being worthy of some of the hype. I think the hype, well, I do believe he's under a lot of pressure this year to sort of, you know, people will want to see him maybe take a step where he's closer to the next tier or even at the in that next tier. He like w- within like another year from now, his contract will be so normal or almost underpaid that all oh, that pressure won't be there. Cause when he signed, he was like top of market and then your top of market price at that position in Dallas, it created this whole atmosphere around him. I feel like it's a lot quieter as crazy as that sounds for anything related to Dallas and their quarterback uh, than, than even last year, which would have been, I guess, off the injury um, but yeah, I don't, I don't like see me putting him like T six next year, but he'll, I, yeah, he's 11. He barely missed my top 10. As we found out with quarterback contracts, there really is no bad quarterback contract. If you overpay someone, cause three years, it'll be like, Oh yeah, the, the salary cap expanded. Now we're going to give more money to quarterback. So that's why when we spoke about like Kyler Murray and even Lamar getting more money than Josh Allen, potentially when he signs his contract, that only seems logical uh, with the way that the salary cap goes and quarterbacks money keeps going up. It's not Dak's contract. That's going to put Dallas into a hole. It's fucking Zeke's contract. That's terrible. And they got one more year of, um, 
of that, I guess. Hmm. So Dak at number 10, at number 9, uh, as we found out, uh, as we were recording part once, we don't know. This is, show is going to air a little bit later than we recorded it, so maybe lawsuits have happened, whatever has happened. But Deshaun Watson comes in at number 9. Let's see here. I had him at number 8. Tim had him at number 10, and Jeff, you had him at number 8 as well. As it stands right now, he's going to miss six games with the Cleveland Browns, but I think just it's kind of telling how good people think Watson is, myself included, that didn't matter the red flags that were around him, the possible suspension that was looming, the fact that he was on a shitty team and put up good numbers, and they really didn't win anything. They had a couple of nice uh, – did they make it past the first round and then had that big lead on Kansas City? They yeah, win? they should have been in hosting the AFC Championship game if they knew how to hold a lead. Hmm. But obviously, they didn't. So he hasn't really accomplished a ton. He has as many career playoff wins as Baker does, put it that way. But I think it's indicative of how much they gave up for him and to move on from a number one pick who was injured all last year, who had been pretty good the year before that, and to give up that amount of draft capital, that of just everything, and pay him what they paid him. Like, he's a great player. And... It's very telling that Cleveland was still able to do that, felt comfortable enough doing that, even if it was going to be a one-year suspension because they wanted this guy on their team. And I agree with them. Like, I don't agree with – maybe I wouldn't want him on my team if I was the owner because – but I'm starting to think about it. It's like it's the NFL. Like every, every team has like three guys who are absolutely abhorrent. It doesn't really matter at this point. So – I don't know if if you're unscrupulous and you have no morals, why not have Deshaun Watson as your quarterback? He's very good, Tim. I mean, he was really good a year and a half ago when we last saw him play. And Michael Vick I'm, went to fucking jail for three years and came back and was awesome. <laughs> well, it actually took Michael Vick a little time before he started playing again. But I'm sure. But again, Watson was playing at an MVP level. Is he going to return right away and play an MVP level? Probably not. It's going to take him time to sort of get into the, the groove of things, but it's for three years. Like we're ranking for three years, not this year. Uh, so one presumes that by the end of 2024, he'll be playing well. I mean, he's incredibly skilled. Uh, I think he's on a franchise that gave up too much for him and is trending in the other direction. Their up arrow is now sort of cresting and they're now sort of on the decline. So they got better at quarterback, you could say, but they're going to get worse at a lot of places and they just don't have the ability to bring on as much top tier talent and don't have the draft picks to bring in people to replace that talent. So, you know, I mean, the, the team is eh, okay. He's of course, you know, very skilled, but I don't see them doing big things with him and I don't see him doing big things enough to be top 10. But I mean, the, the league is actually bereft of like elite quarterback play. So that's why he fit, follows in that top 10. It's funny, Jeff, because if he comes back at like 90% to Sean Watson, I think Cleveland's like the runaway winner in that division. Yeah, he's so good. And honestly, I don't know whether I was surprised by the ruling. I, I guess I expect maybe some action on the other end, well, but well, I'm already well, feeling. He, Jeff, he wasn't smoking weed, so he can't be I'm already feeling. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't feeling gamble like, on a game. He didn't make a terrible I'm quickly parlay. already feeling like I ranked him too high. Like eight feels too high. Why? Um, For him in a three-year window. I think if there's anyone inside the top ten, who's going to make the biggest leap down, like close to the top five into maybe even top four, three, probably this guy. I mean, yeah, it's magical. No, probably not. Probably not. I mean, he I mean, can there never are be question the best. marks and that's why he's not, you know, I mean, fifth on my list right the now. Thing is, third. like, he, he can never even be the best QB in, in his division. Like that. That's just how it's going to be. He's very good, but 
He's getting older. He's not like the youngest quarterback anymore. He missed a year and a half. He's with a new team. And that team can't not stockpile and replace talent when there's injuries or when there's attrition like that. The Browns sort of don't have that ability. And, you know, I, the judge ruled that he's only allowed to get um, team issued massages. Is that actually true? I thought that was a joke approved. I saw it tweeted from somebody like who's not a parody or a joker. Like they're just an actual reporter. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. All right. Well, there's Deshaun Watson. He's number nine. Number eight, Russell Wilson. Now with the Denver Broncos. When uh, I originally saw Wilson on Tim's list, I was like, "He put Zach Wilson this high? You had, you had Russell Wilson at number nine. I had to put R. Wilson next to that. I was like, it's very high for Zach Wilson. Very ambitious of you, Tim. But you had him at number nine. Jeff, you had him at number nine. I actually had him at number six. I think this is a great scenario. And Seattle was such a terrible situation for him over the past few years and how they wanted to run their offense, what they asked him to do, felt not really what I would want Russell Wilson to do as my quarterback. Like, let Russ cook. Let him cook just a little bit. It'd be nice. Let him throw on first down every once in a while. And I think that in the right circumstance, we're going to see sort of a rejuvenation of Russell Wilson. And maybe not the guy that he was eight years ago, but I still think that he is a top flight, top tier quarterback. And I'm very much in on Russell Wilson. I'm surprised to see the so low on your guys' list. I mean, I think it's low. I just think he is, what, 10 years in the league, 11 years in the league. Uh, very good player. Excellent player, but it's a new team. Who knows how he'll adjust? Yeah, but in, in, a, in, in our, in our, theoretic, well in our theoretical situation, everyone's on a new team. No. None of these top-tier people are going to be on new teams. No, I don't but think. That, did you not understand the point of the exercise? It's not, I am it's, a, it's not Russell Wilson on the Broncos. It's if you had a team and you had to pick your quarterback. Doesn't mean yeah, you... but I mean, I I have to consider how he's going to how he's going to thrive with the weapons that I know he's going to have. Uh, and I and listen, Denver has a lot of receiving talent. I like him a lot, but just like he's getting older, he has injury issues. Does he? And does he have yes. injury issues? Yes, he does. He and missed, I just why his Iron Man streak broke, and now he's injury prone all of a sudden. Latin, no, I didn't say injury prone, just he's had injuries. He's getting older. It is almost certain that it's going to happen more often. I don't know. I just, but I really like him. I think he's probably the second best QB in his division. I don't see him like ever getting back to top five form, which is where he was. I'm not so sure he can get there anymore. Uh, there's just too much other top tier talent in, at the quarterback position. And so it's, you know, while, while I think the quarterback talent is, is shallow the people that are in the top 12 or 13 like it, it's very very rich and uh he doesn't he doesn't surpass some other people he just he just can't jeff you know, tim mentions criteria that we were supposed to ignore i will argue that criteria probably benefits russell or or if you actually thought about the situation it actually benefits him much more than his old one in the sense of, you know, you mentioned the Pete Carroll stuff, but Nathaniel Hackett, you know, rejuvenate was part of a rejuvenation or I want to call it a rejuvenation, but like a big up kick and I'm going to call it a big up kick. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers being like from really good to MVP, but like it was still, um he was part of it. They'll do more things in motion as a division rival. I'm nervous about it on the downside. He's just, 
I don't know. What's the negative? He's just so goddamn corny, but that's not part of the criteria. Yeah, and I'm his own jersey to the opening of training camp. (laughs) Um, But on the the reality of it, no, I'm going to put air in his tires. Oh, no, I want to take some away quickly first. (laughs) I think people, like, they blame Pete Carroll fully and give Russell, like, a full free pass for not being able to do things at times with really good receivers when he was given opportunities that being said i don't know tim seemed a little more harsh i think they'll be fine and he should be fine we've seen all these veteran quarterbacks go to new places even like not hall of fame shit really gonna put myself in a box not (laughs) former super bowl winning ones like philip rivers even like went to a new team for a year took them to a playoffs we've seen all these veteran quarterbacks move around and have extreme success from Brady to Stafford to someone else. I'm sure I'm forgetting. It's kind of hard to think Wilson's going to be the peg that ends like successful veteran transition. I just I agree. I just don't understand this age thing with you. He's 33. So that means he's, I'm getting his 33, 34, 35 years rather than somebody's 24, 25, 26 years of uh, relatively comparable, if not slightly more talent. And I'm just going to go that way. So, uh, in your mind, Matt Stafford, who's older than Russell Wilson, is just so much better. So, no, Matt Matt Stafford is, is a different situation. Matt Stafford, I just think, is right now a better quarterback when I would rather have. I think I'd still have I, – I would rather have Russell Wilson than Matt Stafford, Jeff. What do you think? I voted differently, but it's all really close. Now it's kind of being framed as being anti-Russell. And yeah, yeah, it's not anti-Russell. I had to make it's, a couple it's, jokes. It's, it's anti, guys. It's I don't know Wilson. if you name my people that I have between like nine and six. Like, I don't know. They're not much of an arg. Like some people would disagree, but I think they'd all be slotted in like a slot of each other for the most part. But I, I don't want to insult Russell. No, no. Just I, I want to say I like the quarterbacks above him better. That's all. Okay, so Russell Wilson was number eight in the average. Matt Stafford is number seven in the overall average. I was the one who was the lowest on Stafford. Tim was the highest on Stafford, uh, who is older than Russell Wilson, by the way. But he is the top of this tier of the Cousins and Derek Carr. Like, that's who he is. He's the best version of that type of quarterback. And I don't necessarily... No, he's, he's in a tier above them, but below, is he? like, the very is he? best quarterback. Is he in yes, a tier he above is. him? Or, yes, was, he he, on, yes, he or was he on the Rams? No, 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 uh, no. He he was playing fantastically in Detroit for several seasons as well. Yeah, if, uh, if he doesn't I, I if he that. doesn't go to Detroit and has exactly the same statistical season as he just did with the Rams, you would have him at like number thirteen on this list. I don't think that's true. See, I could argue this anyway. If you said Feinberg, you've got to go convince those people over there that Stafford was just a byproduct of his new team and is really no different than he's ever been. Or if you said Feinberg, you got to go over there and convince those group of people that he is better than Russell Wilson. Like, I could make the argument either way. Um, I don't know. So maybe I'm buying into the recency. He just won the Super Bowl. I clicked him ahead of ahead of Russell, Russell Wilson. He seemed to adapt quite easily to everything that was came their way last year with flying colors yeah and put into what might be what i mean a top three offense to go into as a quarterback if you dump russell wilson into that offense i think they win the super bowl as well like when i think about stafford in terms of maybe he is not the highest of this tier joe burrow might be the highest tier of this player moving forward 
But I, I just don't see any real difference between Stafford now and Stafford five years ago, Stafford three years ago. He's always just been this guy. And this is what we thought his ceiling could be. And it manifested itself into a Super Bowl last year if given the right tools. I think he's a very good quarterback. Uh, I don't want to talk down about Matt Stafford, almost like you guys were saying about Russell Wilson. You don't want to talk down to Russell Wilson. It's just I just think there are better quarterbacks that if it was my team and I could have any quarterback to choose from, he wouldn't be in my top 10. He'd be number 11. And you're probably right, like, if in a bad situation... No, I don't think he is right. No, but if in a bad situation, I would rather... Um, like, Russell could probably do more with, like, true garbage than probably Matt Stafford would, but I don't know. I, I maybe... I could see myself have fallen under some recency there, but it's just splitting hairs in that tier. Well, they're two completely different styles of quarterback, so I think it shows what I value a little bit more than what you guys value. I guess, but I mean, who have we seen been more successful recently? And it has been Stafford. Uh, I think Stafford's style of QB, uh, or for that matter, Burrow's style of QB, is like the most perfect style you can have. So. I di- and I completely disagree. I don't think it is the most perfect style that you can have in today's NFL. I think that is today's NFL. They embody what today's NFL is. Okay. Now, not surprisingly, those two face each other in the Super Bowl. That wasn't an accident. So your, your entire analysis is just based on what happened last season's playoffs. No, but look at the last several Super Bowls and the types of QBs that are winning them. And uh, well, Tom or, or Brady versus Mahomes. Mahomes. Now, Mahomes is different. Mahomes is probably the most talented person to have ever played the position in the history of time. So he's sort of like sui generis, but <laughs> he is. Like, I mean. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to number six. And we had a... a Bigger conversation about him in part one, uh, which is probably unfair to him because Lamar Jackson comes in at number six. I still do think he has the most question marks based on what his overall like capability of winning a Super Bowl is just because we've seen him fail in the playoffs when he's gotten there. But I don't think that anyone's really going to argue with the overall upside. I had him at number seven. Tim, you had him at number four. And Jeff, you had him at number six. That made him number six on our list. I I think that he's sort of a bridge. Like there's the top five guys, there's Lamar, and then there's kind of, like I would still prefer in the next three years to have Russell Wilson over Lamar Jackson. I could be dead wrong about that. I would just feel more comfortable with Russell Wilson. But looking at our overall rankings, I feel like Lamar is just a complete on his own (laughs) island between the top five and the rest of the list. I very much, I think, disagree with that Lamar versus Russell um assessment but i don't want to turn it into to that i don't know lamar to me is magical i'm not there with the hate like that he can't win in the playoffs so many great quarterbacks took so many lumps in the playoffs before you won like in your moment a you you were allowed to take some lumps he's probably taken one or two more than people want have wanted him to at this point oh and four it's bad, but I don't know. I'm an apologist for players I like, and I- I'm going to be an apologist for him here to say it's still the jury's still out on that, and the ceiling is beyond incredible. I guess it's I don't know. I, I think I- I'm being clouded by the playoff performances that I've seen. The year he one does have a win, you know. He does have a win. Oh yeah, the Titans. I did forget because Vrabel is a poos moose, but yes, <laughs> it is a good win. I bet them, I think. Yeah, was that when Vrabel wouldn't go in on the fourth down? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's like the one, yeah. The, all year, the other thing, the fourth down. Yeah, the that was also in. the 
game where where Jackson took it 55 yards to the yeah, house. Incredible, incredible. Yeah. So I, I on the get, road, right? I guess the difference here is like his game breaking ability can come in so many different ways versus the quarterbacks that are both behind him and ahead of him. Like Russell Wilson's not taking off for a 55 yard touchdown. That's not happening. But if you have some sort of contain on Lamar running and you force him into the pocket, I mean, that's taking away his greatest weapon. The fact that you can be confused about what Lamar Jackson is up to and it leaves guys open just completely down the field. I don't really think that we've seen peak Lamar in the passing game. Cause I feel like outside of Andrews, who has he really had? in terms of like elite style receivers. Like everyone wants to hype up Hollywood Brown now that he's in Arizona, but like Hollywood Brown's okay. Maybe Bateman is going to be the guy for him. And if you gave him, if you just inserted him into the Rams offense, that all of a sudden with those weapons, he would be amazing as well. I don't know. Um, I would think that they would be very successful because I think that you can't have the same style of offense as most of these quarterbacks, if you want to maximize what he does well. The issue is, and maybe this is completely unfair to Lamar, is that it just feels like his ability to, you say like you're worried about Russell Wilson's being injury prone, just Lamar leaves himself open to being injured. Not that mm-hmm. he is more injury prone or gets injured more. It's just like, you see some of the hits, you see some of the contact, you're like, that's not exactly what I want from my quarterback to be taking those hits. I, agree, the- with, I agree with all of that. And the biggest indictment on Lamar and when the people like you see where he's really disrespected in some of these rankings, it's simple. Like if you can't, if like third and long, if you can't excel in the third and obvious passing, there's some guys that just don't give a shit what else you do. If you're the quarterback, like it doesn't matter how good the other stuff is. If third and long, third and obvious, like the next five guys we're going to name can handle Yeah, but Um, the difference is, I mean, people put a lot of stock into the third and long situations. Can you complete that third and 13 on a button out that's 13 and a half yards to get you the first When the defense knows it's coming. Coming. Obviously very important. I think that the counter to that with Lamar Jackson is he finds himself in very few three and 13 situations. Like that's one of his his benefits as a quarterback. There's just a lot of three, third and fours. And when it's third and four and you have Lamar Jackson, and it's not a wide open pass. He's just going to get a first down by running it. That's it. The Ravens approach to football, which is like a hybrid of really throwback and really like sort of almost modern modern, is that they run it so often that you don't really get a lot of third and longs because they're not throwing a lot of first downs. And their ability to be aggressive on fourth down especially is predicated on Lamar. Like if you're in a fourth and two and a fourth and one, you can go for it because he's probably going to get it. The whole That's right. That's 100%. Right. They're, they they're playing under all, different yeah. parameters. It's exactly. like CFL parameters where like eight and a half yards is technically just all you need, right? Because they have that weird third down yeah. yard off a of ball. Yeah, no, that's right. Like when you are going to use your full complement of downs all the time, it allows you to be more creative and take more risks knowing that you can mess up a down and you're, you're, you're no worse off than the team that only plays with three downs. I, I agree. I think the reason I still have Jackson above those fellows is that like, because he is so different than the other quarterbacks you face, it's a tasking, a taxing challenge on a defense to prepare and to be vigilant and to be on top of that down after down after down when you never see it. Otherwise he just, you know, it, it, it almost is like the way that certain teams in college football thrive because they run offenses. You just never see Lamar is that same way because it's just a difficult thing to prepare for that. It just, can wear you down and you can mess up because you're just not disciplined enough because you're not used to 
facing that type of offense down after down after down. So uh, I just think that he brings to the table a different set of cards than anybody else does. And that's, that's the way I view. I guess the issue would be, and it kind of boils down to it. I've seen him do it. So I know he can do it. It's just in that pressure cook situation when there's a minute 30 left on the clock and everyone knows that you're passing. I feel the least confident with him of like these top 10 guys because his skill set is different. That is kind of fair. They, He's not built to go down the field in a minute, despite yeah, no, being able to do that. Like, I agree. The, the possession wouldn't have changed three times, like the end of Bills Chiefs, if the Ravens are in the game. Yeah, like, no, I agree with that. But if that was our prime criteria, then Brady would be first. No, sure. I know I understand that, but I think there's all different factors to this. I just feel the least confident with him. Like, if you give me Wilson versus Lamar in that situation, I want. Russell Wilson. Sure. I mean, I, sure. I'm higher on Russell Wilson. I would take Matt Stafford in that one particular situation sure. of, hey, I need to throw the ball 50 yards down the field on a rope to a guy who's completely covered. It's just once you take away the element of that, you know that Lamar is not going to run and you can drop everyone into pass coverage, like the game becomes harder for him because that's just not a part but if of it's it. A fourth, but if it's a fourth and four, I might take Lamar over just about any quarterback. And, and look, I... I, I there's a couple that, I mean, I would take Josh Allen ahead of him in that situation because they kind of do the I same said thing. might. Might, but I agree with you. That's where Lamar's value gets boosted in my mind is that he doesn't leave you in a lot of those situations. And if there is the ability to run, he's just so dangerous because you don't know what's coming at you. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, he's not immune to in these like late game situations that he drops back to pass. Everyone drops back into cover. He just fucking takes off for 35 yards and gets out of bounds. There is that, like, I've seen him do that. So I know that's on the table too, which is maybe uh, an unfair criticism by me about what I want traditionally from a quarterback in a two minute drill, like the Brady's of the world. Like you mentioned, like he's the best at it, but he can reserve the clock. He can get you to exactly where you need to get to. Lamar might just have to figure out how to do it in a different way because he's not Tom Brady. No, that's right. Although Lamar needs to get it less far than other people because he is a kicker who can make it from 65 and so runs that different. Yeah, well, all, all let's fair. live in a world where he doesn't have Justin Tucker. He has whoever yeah, the no, fucking... I, he has, I agree with yeah, you. He has Danny Amendola, the Jets kicker. <laughs> well, the guy, at least he wasn't carried off the field. One of oh, the great carry-off moments in sports history. Oh, yes, the, 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 uh, the MVP of the Jets. We carried the, carry the Jets kicker off the field. Give me some money. Give me some money. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day, except for a few days, a few weeks ago, because I ran out of athletic greens. And it was absolutely devastating because it's like all-in-one health insurance for myself to give me the energy I need in the mornings. I want to be Logie in the mornings. I I love bacon as much as the next guy, but I can't just load up on carbs and bacon in the morning and not feel a little bit run down by like noon. No, for my breakfast, I just pound some athletic greens into my system. It gives me more energy. It's helping my immune system. It's giving me better gut health. And frankly, because I've been dealing with a calf injury, I haven't been able to run this gut and get a little bit bigger. So I need more gut health than ever these days. So Athletic Greens, I got my shipment in the mail. My wife and I looked at each other and were like, whew, we got energy for the day. And I like living an active lifestyle. I need to have this high energy in Athletic Greens with its 75 high quality vitamins and minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens really helping me out here. I didn't realize how much this stuff affected my day-to-day life when I wasn't taking it, how much energy Athletic Greens was giving me all of the time, every single day. So I can be my healthiest and best self with everything that goes along with it. It really helped my mental clarity and alertness. You need to be sharp when you do these shows. People don't think of me as a sharp because I'm not, but when doing these shows, you need to be quick-witted. You need to be alert. AG1 Athletic Greens helps with that. And AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day. You can plan on it. You wake up, you take your athletic greens, and it helps you take care of yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially with flu and cold season coming. The cold weather is coming. It's just one scoop every day in water, and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. Just Athletic Greens. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mayo. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash mayo to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Number five. Justin Herbert, Jeff. Someone was not very high on Justin Herbert, and it wasn't you. Uh, no. I guess it wasn't me, no. I had him at number four. You had him at number three. Tim had him at number seven on this list. Rather have Matt Stafford than Justin Herbert, which I do not agree with. 
I for the next three seasons. I, I think that Herbert is all very close. Herbert, yes. Herbert is oh. Matt Stafford, except he has mobility. And as uh, Jeff said, he like tells people to bring their grocery carts back to the the stall. Yeah, he's a guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's a good. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Ba- I'm not going to bash Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert's a marvelous player. I have nothing mean to say about him. I just don't think he's quite yet as good after two years as Matt Stafford is currently. I don't think he's quite as good as Mahomes. I don't think he's quite as good as Burrow. I don't think he's quite as good as even Jackson, who's won an MVP. That I mean, that's incredibly high praise. Like that is like putting up the very best and saying. You're not there yet. You haven't quite through these two seasons. I would argue you have yet. him. You probably have him ranked at his absolute floor of where people would rank him in this exercise. I would okay. agree. Well, that's fair. That's fair. But like saying like you're the, the seventh best QB is not being mean floor. in any way. And yet, listen, you, you're going to hold things against him that probably aren't his fault. I would say there, there'll be plenty of room from your rank. There's very little to move from my ranking of three. Because, you know, who's in ahead of him? I honestly don't even see him being ahead of at the end of the year, even if I do have an 11 to 1 MVP future. That's irrelevant. Um, But this is the first time since high school he's going to play in the second offense for in back to back years. It's so crazy to think every year it's just been a new learning thing for him. I think they'll he'll be far more comfortable at the line of scrimmage. A lot of that pre-snap, pre-snap stuff that got the Chargers last year. Um, is not going to happen now. I don't know. I, I think the sky is is the limit. I to have won the lottery in in the draft to hit a pick like that, um, or have it fall to you, however you want. That's all you can ask for. I'm I'm super super hyped you up. Be. The only negative about Justin Herbert, I think you could say, is will Joe Lombardi and Brandon Staley allow him to extend the field on first down? Because that seems to be something they haven't figured out yet. Joe Lombardi's got to realize this ain't Drew Brees. And I'm not saying Herbert is better than Drew Brees. It's kind of a ridiculous statement. But I'm saying you don't need to design like the nine-yard passing routes like you would for Drew Brees and think you're stretching the field. You can stretch that son of a bitch from go. I think that Herbert is the closest thing to Andrew Luck since Andrew Luck retired. That would be my comp for Justin Herbert. And that would be a top five quarterback for me. Yeah. Respect. He, he can definitely get there. Definitely. I think he's got a little room to grow. But if he continues to flourish this season and we see progress, then yeah, of course he hits the top five. And I'll be honest, I had him and for him, for me, him and Burrow are essentially tied in I, a three, four. I actually prefer, I get, I, I, I prefer him to Burrow. Yeah, I, I that's you know tim put out a poll um i think if you polled people they'd finish within two and a half points of each other like i think the consensus should have them neck and neck um obviously i'm biased so i'm gonna put them ahead of burrow but like three four is exactly where i have them and you could order them however you want i don't want to be insulted by tim seven but tim is any way tim can throw shade at this year's chargers he's gonna and ranking Herbert seven, as I said, is the maximum floor. Like the building doesn't get any. You, you you'll hit um. What do you call that? Like the molten rock. If rock you bottom, make, yeah. If you make one more, one more dig on on this ranking, but I don't need a. We got eighteen weeks for me to gush and glow about this guy. 
I just feel like with your ranking at number seven, Tim, that even if he has the year that he had last year, he's still seven. Like seven, as Tim, no, as can, Jeff he said. Can, he can hop the ranks. He can hop the ranks. He can hop he's done more in his first two years than anyone ever. Sure, but like, like – And I know the game and the styles are changing, but – I'm not quite ready to put him ahead of Aaron Rodgers. I'm not quite ready to put him yeah, ahead again, of well, – like, well, let's get – He can let's, go from seven to let, four or five. He, let, he definitely let's, can. Let's get to – because I think this is your most insane ranking that you have up okay. here. And you might turn out to be correct about this, but Joe Burrow's number four. You had him at number two. That seems crazy. There's no, I mean, outside of Mahomes, there's just nobody I'd rather have. Like but, the guy went first overall after having the best season in college history. His first, and is in, in his entire healthy uh, first season, he takes the Bengals to win a division, which they hadn't done in 15 years. He lights up the playoffs. He has, and he has it, which you cannot quantify. You can't rate, you can't, he has it. He He's got that winning swagger that you can't fake, you can't borrow, and you can't buy. He just has it. Where He's did you have him, Pat? Brady has it too, by the way. Some guys just have it. Now, you don't need it to succeed, by the way. Like I don't think Peyton Manning had that, but Peyton Manning would still thrive uh, despite that. But Burrow has it, and I, I, you can't take that away from him. I, he just is going to make the throw. He's going to beat you. He's going to make that pass when healthy. He's going to maximize that opportunity. He's just, man, there's just, he's just amazing. He's everything a first overall quarterback should be I, when you decide to take a QB first overall. I, I just don't see how your case against Herbert be like, oh, he has room to grow. We haven't seen it yet. And you're like, Burrow's better than Josh Allen. Burrow just went to the Super Bowl. That's fine. He just J- took Jared, a team Jared to Goff the Super went to the Bowl. fucking Super Bowl. J- J- hold on a second. Yeah, but I, no one said Jared Goff led, put that team on his shoulders and did that. But the, the, the rate, like the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. Because, listen, they went to the Super Bowl. They went to the Super Bowl. So I can't take it that away. The Raiders gave them a football game. Ryan Tannehill gave them a football game. The Chiefs had this, like, epic drop. They beat the Chiefs twice. They beat the Chiefs twice in in, within a a six-week span. Like, they took everybody's best punch. Hold on. The Chargers beat the Chiefs and then lose to them in overtime. That's like a nose hair. Sure, I'm not. No, I don't want to do it. You're right. No, like, I love Joe Burrow, too. I had him four. You have him two. I had him five. Burrow, like, Burrow just has that swagger factor. I, I agree, too. And if it's, like, a talent thing, you're probably right. Like, not to say the Super Bowls will be there for any of them. You hope, no, God no. willing. But it does feel like Herbert has more of that Manning talent. Well, Herbert has this, or sorry, Burrow has this, like, I'm Brady, and I'm just mm-hmm. going to win all the time sort of, like, yes. career. and. I'll take what? Like, I, I'm so desperate for one that, like, oh, sure. I would sure. just take the deal now. Uh, yeah, I'd take the deal for my quarterback to be Peyton Manning. I mean, just one Super Bowl. Just take the deal and I'd go home. Yeah. I think those are pretty good comps, actually. I just think it's insane. Like, that Peyton Manning was a more talented quarterback in some ways, in a lot of ways, but he wasn't a better quarterback, not a more successful one. I, I think you would be very hard-pressed for people to come up with some any sort of top 10 list of like best QBs right now and not have Mahomes and Josh Allen one too. I mean, Mahomes won, sure, but no. I mean, I think there's still something to be proved from Allen, in my opinion. <laughs> in my opinion. That, that mean, I mean, am I supposed to come in here and utter your opinion? Like, this is what I think. I, I just, I mean, you you have it. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to Josh Allen in a second because he still ended up number two overall, uh, even with you sure. ranking him at six. That leaves number <laughs> three. Stop. I did. Fucking animal, Tim. 
Well, I had Stafford Six? and Jackson ahead. Of, well, I had Stafford Jackson ahead of him. Based on what criteria? I don't know. Both being quarterbacks, I would rather have. <laughs> rather have Lamar Jackson than Josh Allen. Didn't you run this poll I mean, and like ninety-five percent of people picked Josh Allen? I think we did run that, and I mean, Josh Allen has been just as flaky in the playoffs as uh, as oh. Jackson has been. Oh wow. You're still holding that like backwards past four years ago against the tight the Texans against or being a bad game manager and not being able to manage the clock against the Chiefs and uh, not beating them in that game. I don't know. What do you want me to? What do you want me to do? Like, what do I you want mean? you to say nothing bad and rank him second. I, I was going to say, is, 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 it really, is it really bad clock management when you leave 13 seconds to go the entire field for the Chiefs against Mahomes? Yes. I mean, I'll, I mean, the answer to that question, by the way, is yes because they didn't win the game. <laughs> Uh, I don't think you oh, need to base you. everything you do. Uh, you're a results-based type of person, not uh, what you know technically should happen in that situation. I don't see how Josh Allen scoring in like the 14 seconds is a reflection on him when the defense. No, gives no. It. Look, we're going to talk about Josh. My criticisms of him is that I still don't think he's nearly as accurate. We saw we saw less accuracy last season than the year before, and I. Oh, you're projecting like a 20-point drop because Daybo's gone. I think not having Daybo is a huge factor. And I think we're going to see more Josh Allen circa his rookie season and rookie what he was in college. Season. What are and, you and, talking and what about? In terms, of his, in terms of his passing percentage. So he's going to be I a, mean, that's a, the 50. likeliest outcome. Why is that the likeliest outcome, not what he's done the past three years? people very rarely... Well, last year he was actually less accurate than he was the year before. Yeah, so. and, what, and what was his accuracy? Yeah, because he made the biggest jump ever. <laughs> And then we saw some regression. I mean, again, having someone at six is not an insult. That means they're no, an, this it, is it, an insult. This, this, is, this an insult. is very insulting. This is okay, an insult. Sure. Oh, yes, I know. Because if you don't say anything nice, everything nice about the Buffalo Bills, you've somehow committed a crime. You have to apologize for I thought Herbert was an insult. This is so much more I don't think this Bills team is all that talented. I don't think Allen is nearly as good as people say. And like when they don't even win their division this year because the Patriots do, what are they going to talk about that? I agree, Tim. Keep Keep talking about it. These guys, I, I don't feel disrespected. Soft. I think you're right on the it's money. It's a soft team. Very I was soft. right about that last year in the end. We're a soft, soft panel. Team. We're offended, right? We're they're soft. A, they're a soft team, and their quarterback is not nearly – I mean, he, he's obviously <laughs> excellent. Is he's he? Excellent. No, he's excellent. He's, according, he's the sixth best quarterback in the NFL. According to, you he's, according to you, he's not as good as Matt Stafford. <laughs> he can. Matt Stafford just won the Super Bowl Who and played cares? amazingly. Oh, yeah. Who cares? Thanks. No, I kind of mean that. In this instance, who cares? I do. I'm I'm looking at this as like, who can I win a Super Bowl with? Now, yes, you can definitely win one with Josh Allen. But I like my odds better with Stafford than I do Allen. I prefer... Like, I like Stafford more because he just hold out from 130 yards. No, it's not, the same, of... it's not the same thing at all. No, yeah, you know what? Yes, I, I think that's. I, I actually think that's a really that's good comp, silly. a golf comp. Two guys stand 130 yards from the ball. One guy spins it back, and it goes to a foot. Exactly what he was trying to do. The other guy hits sort of, you know, a decent shot at the hole. It bounces twice and just drops in the hole. One of them is pure skill. The other one is just kind of lucky. It's a good shot, obviously, in order to do it, but you didn't expect it to go in. It just went in. Okay, yeah, I don't want. I don't. I don't want. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bash Josh Allen. He's a great quarterback. You just said he and was soft. Like, well, he is kind of soft, but that's okay. You can be a soft quarterback and still do well. Like Tom Brady's soft. He's the best, most successful quarterback of all time. Is Tom Brady soft? 
Yes, he's soft. He, can, he could never take criticisms. If you, anytime he got a single hit, he would whine yeah, and complain. I would say like, soft, and there are a lot of like missing handshakes from his loss. Well, that too. But you, <laughs> being soft doesn't mean you're not an amazing QB. You can still be amazing QB and be soft. Well, Burrow is number four. Herbert yeah. is number five. Number three, I think this was a consensus. No, Jeff was lower on him. Is Aaron Rodgers? I don't really Why know. Do you hate Aaron Rodgers, Jeff. Yeah, for three years. What do you do to you? I mean, you both have yeah, Burrow maybe. ranked ahead of Rodgers, which I think is pretty insane. But okay, I think I'm only getting two Rodgers years, not three. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, there, but that, you're, there's but you're uncertain. Getting, but you're getting if if it was three, like the problem with Brady, like as a part of this exercise, Brady is playing the three years. It's just what does Brady look like in year three at age forty eight or something like that? If Rodgers plays three more years, Rodgers gonna be great for three more years, probably. But yeah. so are the other two quarterbacks I have ahead of them. To be fair, I mean, yeah, I guess the the debate for me is I put both Herbert and Burrow in three four with Rodgers five. I can get behind that, Jeff. I, I I didn't do that, but I could have totally moved Rogers. Like down. I don't know. There, there's just you're right. Maybe I should be ignoring all like the weirdness of. Um, that's Aaron what. It, that's all it is. It's all Aaron Rodgers has a real bad press, and that's why he's he's the back to back. Don't hold he's the back to back MVP. Hold. Yeah, but yeah. it's a three year thing, and and he's up. And I just it's like. I don't know. For the next three years, I think he'll get slightly worse and in relative where he'll fall. If it was a one year thing, he's probably two or three in the three year thing. I put him five and I put these two generational what I hope kids that are going into year three. One of them's already been to the Super Bowl. I'm just like trying to read that they follow their tragedies. And Jeff has a Minnesota Vikings future this season, which, you know. No, I didn't even think about Roger. I don't even think they're winning the. I just think there's room for teams to sneak in mediocre teams and playoff spots, a plenty in the NFC. That's I agree really with what you. That's I wish I'd had. I wish I'd had the guts to move Rodgers down. I didn't, but I, I kind of like. I respect your call. I really do. If you ever saw, I love Aaron Rodgers. If, if, if you noticed, I hope this doesn't. If you noticed any like zip off his ball, I could see it, but I just don't see any attrition from his actual play. Okay, that's fair. Um, I don't know. Like, so you're projecting you're, you're playoffs. You're, you're projecting. I mean, I mean, am I holding playoffs against Lamar and not Aaron Rodgers, a guy who's won the Super Bowl? No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, that's why Rodgers I probably. That's why I stopped the sentence. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, if we look at their career, probably there's been no disappoint, more disappointing playoff QB in their life. Than Rodgers and his opportunities. I agree with you, but that's only because everyone holds Aaron Rodgers in such high regard. I mean, Mahomes is doing the same thing. Yeah, this is probably a and Mahomes may get there, but you know, like Rodgers scored ten points as the MVP at home in against San Francisco last season. Like, we don't even have to go any further than that. Like, yeah, uh, no, see, I, I disagree with that because if you just say that all of a sudden he doesn't play for the Green Bay Packers, he has exactly the same team and he plays in New Orleans and they play in a dome in the NFC Championship game, I think some of his offensive struggles, because, I mean, they're not like super high-scoring games. The one where Kaepernick blew him out, I was stunned by. Uh, and that was just a great scheme from Harbaugh and the 49ers that year. But a lot of these like very late-in-the-season type games that you play in the NFC with the teams that have been good in the NFC that uh, in these cold-weather games, like defense matters a lot in that type of situation. Uh, and the team with the better defense when the offense is down is going to end up doing well. He's had some real stinkers in the playoffs. I'm not going to try to sit here and justify that. Yeah. He's also had great games in the playoffs too. And he's won a Super Bowl. 
Bowl, and he's the back-to-back MVP. Yeah, he hasn't I had probably... very many. He hasn't had a lot of great playoff games, if you're being honest. Like, there's been a couple, but not too many. Not too many. I I got not a bad word. Okay, I mean, I'm the one who had him at three with Tim. It's Jeff who's down on him. Yeah, I don't even want to say down it's maybe more like the year three part of the three year i respect uh, no no look i I respect jeff's position completely i don't know if that's a good thing but thank you tim number two is the softest quarterback in the nfl josh allen according to tim bill's mafia hashtag bill's mafia should rightfully be all over you i have him at two jeff why would they they want me to say bad things they want me to say bad and cuss you you shut the fuck up as i go through the intro do you want to host the show again Oh, the floor is yours. Go ahead. Say bad things about Josh. No, I've said what I had to say about no, Josh. No, you're, you're hosting the show, by the way. Instead of cutting me off, okay. you can just host. I don't want to. Do it. No, you, you want to talk? I don't, talk. I don't, talk. No, I don't want talk. to. Talk. Go ahead. Or should I start you talking and then you can cut me off? Would that be more palatable to you? Are you more comfortable with that? Yes. I had him at two, Jeff had him at two, and you have him at six. It's so low. It's so low. And he's going to go back to being a 50% passer, according to you? No, but I just told you that I have five quarterbacks ahead of him. I like a little better. I think between, like, three and eight, uh, if you if I wake up on the certain side of the bed one morning, I might mix them all up. What do you I think? Don't see a huge what, what, do you, what do you think, Jeff? Do you think he's a bit insane I said, on this I, one? It's it's insulting. Like it's hard to like Tim's trying to pull this. I've got him as the sixth best QB. That's not insulting. It's actually hyper insulting to have ranked Josh Allen six. No, it's not. No, it's not. What has he done? What has he won? What has he accomplished? Tom Brady took every Super Bowl. Like, there's not like there's these like Super Bowls for everybody, man. What is he, he lost a game to Patrick Mahomes that you think he did something wrong and threw another game away in the playoffs and like he he's he, look he's fine he's no he's not fine he's beyond fine he's a You're he's a, like, this he's is a remarkably good quarterback no 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 like cuz because you called Jake Fromm the best quarterback on the no, Bills roster <laughs> this is you like this is you've got like I said 7 was Herbert's floor You've gone past Allen's floor on any sane ranking. Okay. Well, again, I'm not here to rank according to what other people think it should be. That wouldn't be interesting. I'm here to rank based on what I believe. I mean, if you really want to say, like, what, what has he done and hasn't got there, he's lost to the quarterback we all have ranked number one on our list twice in the past two years. That's what's ended the Bills sure. season. The team that matches the most up with them the best. Because they do quarterback better than the Bills do. I think he's really good. If you told me, I, I mean, I could have flipped him to five over Stafford, but like that would have been the highest, and I did debate that, him or Stafford, because I think Jackson does something that he's just, Jackson's skill set and particular way he plays football, and a former MVP, he's just hit higher levels than I than Allen has hit, or is probably ha, ha, going to has, has he, though? Has he hit higher levels? Yeah. How yeah, I mean, I mean, I many AFC championship games has uh, I, I Lamar would take Jackson's, Jackson's best season. Is better than it, that is better than Allen's best season so far but we, that we've seen. Yeah, but that was in 2019. Now, it was three years ago, and he hasn't okay, come close to matching. But he hasn't come close to matching that season ever again. 
and you're well, I'm, you're a well-known sort of skeptic of Lamar Jackson. And I get that. And look, they played each other in the playoffs. And though there weren't many points scored at all, uh, Allen's team prevailed two years ago. That, that That's all very true. But when the rubber meets the road, I like Josh. I, I like Josh Allen a lot. He's obviously better than anybody thought he was going to be. Sixth overall is not insulting at all, and there's room to grow. There's absolutely room to grow. Yeah, but all, 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 all the room to grow that you're talking about with Herbert and Burrow, Allen's already done yeah. that. Well, no. Based on, based on his numbers and his performance, he's already taken that leap. The one that I mean, you I want to take. Regret, I almost regret putting Herbert below Allen. I, I could have put Herbert ahead of Allen. <laughs> that would have been reasonable. Because I don't like Allen's style. He's, he's Allen's... Truculence. His running style is not conducive to long-term success in the pros, in a way that Herbert is mobile, but not nearly as what mobile. What about Lamar? Yeah, well, you can't Lamar be high on again, Lamar. You can't be high on Lamar for that reason and say no to Josh Allen, who's Lamar way, who's cons- way bigger. <laughs> but Lamar is way better at what he's doing than, it, than it, Jack. Well, than it's it's also a different type of it, but it's also a different type of running. Like yes, Josh, it's Allen, hard to compare them. Josh Allen can body you. Lamar can't. Yeah, I'd actually rather the Bills con- on fourth and two than than the Ra- Ravens. Embodying you is not again not conducive to a quarterback being around and in good shape three years from now. We haven't seen it. We have not seen it in the history of the NFL. And you're, I mean, maybe he will re- replicate something that's never been, or not replicate. Maybe he'll produce something that's never happened before. But I doubt it. I don't think that, not, I don't think that you've ever seen a quarterback with that style at this size. I really don't think you've when seen Buffalo it. gets in tough, they need him to run, 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 run. That's what they need from him. That's what they did last year. They had him run a ton when they needed him when the chips were down. That is not a strategy you can employ and keep a quarterback healthy historically. It's just it's not the way you can win in the NFL. The way long term. You can win, of course, in a season, but the way to win in the NFL is to have a QB who's mostly pocket prone, but can get out when he needs to who runs second, never first, or even equal, whose first and foremost talent is the, is the throw, that you're not too concerned about his running. In fact, it's more important that he can just avoid tackles in the pocket rather than break well, it down. Well, that, if, that, if, that's the case, the if that's the case, you've made your point against Lamar and Josh Allen, who's the better passer. <laughs> but be Lamar ahead. does this thing better than anyone else could possibly do it. Allen, or, right? Jackson is so much better at what he does. Like you he just so made strong. Josh Allen your absolute prototype quarterback, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. No, no, because when yeah, the Bills, no, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, when the Bills are in trouble, they need him just to run. That's what they need from him. He no. just run a lot. They basically no. become a single wing offense. They have to be. That's not true. Are you like talking by the about way. like the snow, the like. Are you talking about that like that. three nothing game when yeah. like the wind was eighty I totally miles per disagree hour? Disagree with that assessment. That like I, I, I don't think our conversation. I don't think this conversation is going to be any more fruitful. Well, it's not because what you're saying is absolutely. There are very few designed runs for Josh Allen. It just doesn't happen. He shakes a tackle, rolls out, sees what's downfield, and usually because they have to respect his arm so much, there's like a 15 yard running lane for him, so he takes it. He's a a, very good. It's a it's a lot like it's a lot like shut up. It's a lot like Aaron Rodgers used to be. He doesn't run as much anymore, but they and Russell Wilson used to be exactly the same way. They'd shimmy in the pocket, they'd get guys downfield, and the defense would have to respect their arm, and then all of a sudden there's just daylight in front of them and they can take off that's more what josh allen does great josh allen's really good the other qbs are just better i'd rather have them yeah all, all these skill sets uh that don't mean as much that josh allen has these mean more with other quarterbacks though 
is going to be dominating that division. For no, I, again, you're misrepresenting my argument. And no fair reader or listener will. will, will Jeff, will, didn't yeah. it sound like he described, like when he was describing Josh Allen, everything he doesn't like about it, it's every reason he likes Lamar Jackson. It was very weird. That Lamar does it all very better. Very weird. But yeah. I, I, it has think, you, I think you're on to at a higher level, Tim. I think you're on. I, I knew I, I knew you would feel this way, Paul. Yeah. And that leaves number one. Uh, should be no surprise. Are we overrating Patrick Mahomes? I'll no. Throw that out. No. There. I think no, there's some underrating. Possible. I think there's some crazy lists that have him not. Yeah. You know, agreed. number one or totally disrespect. I think it's his show. Like even with no, there's going to be a whole second act there too, specifically talking yeah. about the team. Oh no. He's too good. He's the best. No one has ever had more skill uh, in our lifetime or even in the history of the NFL uh, and played the quarterback position than Patrick Mahomes. That's just it is it. like such a compliment. All you want is if you get a young quarterback and someone can say like, oh, there's like a hint of Mahomesian talent. Like anything that like somewhat resembles him is worth chasing yes in a draft sense he should be the um, mvp every year but isn't because like lebron james you can't give it to him every season yeah like michael jordan you had player. to watch other guys yeah. get the he trophy. is simply the most valuable player but you can't give it to him every year unless he's hurt you can't give it to him because it's just not interesting but he's always the best player i agree yeah. i'm curious to see how the season goes maybe we'll have a different conversation this time next year if like the chiefs just aren't all that good and the chiefs will take a bit of a step back they lost their best receiver. They are not as talented as they were a year ago. And they're in a far more talented division than they were a year ago. In a way, when they were sloppy last year, there was no one in the division good enough to really get out in front. Exactly. I mean, they could be sloppy in September in like typical Chiefs form and people will be asking questions. I honestly have no doubt that when the important games start, they're going to be right there. Also, like they I, don't need. Also, they don't need to be an arrowhead to win playoff games. Like I would be just that. I like really. Let's say the Chargers did win the division, and you had the Chiefs coming in in the first round. Oh yeah, no one would be afraid. No, like the Bills. Exactly. Like, there's no team that would be afraid of having to go to to the Chargers. I mean, like a a good fan base like the Chiefs would just fill their stadium. Let's like that's. I just don't think that. The, yeah, exactly. The Chiefs <laughs> could stumble, and they have a, a pretty tricky schedule to start, and they could very well end up being a wild card because of it. Although I don't think they're going to be. I think they're going to win the division. But even if they're if they a wild card, no one's going to be like, God forbid, we have to play the Chiefs. This is the thing, right? This is the thing. I don't know. I actually think there's such high disrespect. I don't want to say high disrespect, but I don't think they're going to miss a beat. I honestly, I think the player they lost was a bit overrated, to be perfectly honest. Well, we'll, um, well, we'll get a lot of questions answered with that. It's almost like when we talked about Tua, I don't know if the three of us talked about it together, but Tua's in like the ultimate no-win situation. If he's good, it's had nothing to do with him. It's the offensive line and the skill possession players they brought in. And if they're not good, it can only be his fault. Like He's in a legit no-win situation. I don't think that's true. If he puts up really good numbers, what, I think what will you what will you say? What will you say? Will you give him credit if he plays really well? You were just and that at we, you got you got sent a video earlier today, and you were mocking. And I his, said it was a great throw. You were mocking his arm strength, slant. and then giving him it wasn't a slant. It was like a it was what fifty okay, yards well, up there, in the there air. Were, yeah, there are several Tua videos in that thread every day now. But there's yeah, because you keep posting them. The you keep posting them, saying like, "Oh, he's only throwing it twenty yards, and it's like a fifty-five yard in the air pass." 
And then you're saying, Zach Wilson, no quarterback can make that throw. It's like a 35-yard fade. If he plays well and puts up good numbers, you won't. We won't hear it. You just—I mean, he, I know he lives rent-free in your head. But Jeff, no, do, no, do you, no. Jeff, do you agree that he's really in a no-win situation? No. I feel the same I way. I do about him, agree Jeff does. in the sense that if the Dolphins are good, like the Dolphins are good, they have a good team, they have a good season. He's still gonna be, and they don't. Oh, like please! The fact, he was like getting credit for Rogers wants to go somewhere else next year, like he's allowed to, or something. He can go maybe to my like they'll be looking to upgrade him even if they play well. I do agree with what Pat is saying. Or there's a high probability that they still they win ten games and they still look at quarterback as their weakness. I think is kind of what Pat's saying. Oh please, he was getting credit for all the wins they were putting together last year when they had nothing to do that with is him ab- at all. That is absolutely not true. Oh, people were saying Tua's playing great. Tua's got. Second half MVP vibes. Find it. Find it. Find it. Find the fucking receipts for that. I dare you. It's all over. There were some Reddit. insane like completion numbers that people were like drooling over. But... Yeah, you know, oh, no, no, no one was drooling over it. All the entire narrative around Tua when they were winning those games, Jeff, was you know he's not playing as bad as you think he is. That's not saying he's the there, second he, half MVP. We had that person come on the show and give the video who just picked every game <laughs> of Dolphins win just because Tua was playing so well. Buddy, you're still falling for that. There's nothing to fall for. The person was being genuine. <laughs> he wasn't mocking you now. No, I don't think so. I could I'm, look. I mocked enough that I think I know when I'm being mocked. See, I, if you don't think that was mocking you, pal, I think you need to get a case of the common senses. Like that was just right. He he. Like that was through the front door mocking. Like that's I, I how open agree. the mocking was. He came in through the front door to mock you. Yeah, it's so a, you know, like it, trick. It, essentially, he just copied what you said about the Jets and replaced Jets with Dolphins and read it. And you're like, oh my god, see how crazy people are. Not knowing that's you. I don't I don't agree. Okay. Those are the top 15 quarterbacks. Who do you think we are most likely to be wrong about, Jeff? That we didn't have on the list. What quarterback we don't have on the list of any of our personal lists do you think we have the, like, next year we're like, holy shit, that guy's number six. Well, only because Tim put it on, it doesn't even count, and I think it was the last. I'm going to just cheat and say Zach Wilson because there's a ceiling. There's a ceiling that the boom, there could be a huge boom. And as much as I want to shit on things and have fun with making fun of Tim, I see not fully what he sees, but I see, like, huge chunks of what Tim sees there. Just like when you were like, man, that's Sam Darnold. What ceiling? Agreed. Agreed. I was tricked his, by his some number ceiling. One, his number one ceiling play was being first in line at the pizza buffet and going I mean, back for still tents. only like 26. He's still only like 26. So who do you think it is, Tim, for you? Kyler Murray. I mean, look, if he stays healthy and plays really well, he could like that Cardinals team could win like 12 or 13 games right. and he could have a fantastic season. So I guess Kyler the guy Murray. you egregiously omitted is going to be the guy most likely to make your list next year. Yeah, but you had, to have, you had to have Ryan Tannehill on the list, Jeff. <laughs> you asked me the question as to who I didn't rank. Do I think that I was the most wrong about? And I'm saying maybe I was most wrong about him. Okay, fair. Uh, I'll, I mean, I'll throw Zach Wilson into that mix with me because I do think that he's a boomer bust type player. I just think it's more of a bust. Uh, I would throw Justin Jumbo Fields. Jets. I would throw Justin Fields into that as well. Like if Justin Fields just was good this year and it was like, oh shit, maybe 
them not being able, not that they really fixed not being able to block for them or drafted him any weapons whatsoever. But if they can just block a little bit for him, like maybe he just takes a huge leap. And because he is realistically, like when we talk about like the types of players that you have with Allen and Herbert and just these big mobile quarterbacks with big arms, like I think Zach Wilson and I mean, Justin Fields is more mobile, but it's not like Zach Wilson is a statue at the same time. Like they fit the mold of the player that you want to have. It's can they get there? I don't think that those guys do, especially this year, but I think that's where I could be the most wrong. I love it. I, I like Fields a lot too. I think that I think that Trey Lance is the better version of both those guys. Maybe. Very possible, and he's in a great situation. Exactly. All right, that will do it. On the Pat Mayo Experience, thanks to Jeff, thanks to Tim and August. Tim and August. That is not my name. You sure? I'm pretty sure. It's more like Christopher Walken. Oh, good God. All right, sir. Thank you for being on. We'll be back with props, with win totals. We got a lot of fun stuff. And if you miss me and Feinberg, we're chatting golf every single Monday on the Pat Mayo Experience. Hit the time codes if you want to jump around, although you knew that because you already watched the show. What I mean to say is hit the description for the football draft kit so far, the draft kit for fantasy and the NFL previews. All free. They're all on the podcast feed as well. So you can go subscribe to that. Leave a five-star rating and review if you would. We'll have some fun giveaways as week one slowly approaches. DraftKings pricing is out, so we can talk about all that. Tons of football to talk about. It was nice to dip the toe back in the water. If you missed part one, go check that out because this was part two. And I'm Pat Mayo. And I will see you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.